is good, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Fundamism Podcast. It's your boy, Paul J. Long, and we are coming to you all the way from Charlie Hustle headquarters. Of course, Charlie Hustle, if you don't know, is our sponsor. So if you didn't, uh, now you know. <laughs> Go to charliehustle.com, guys. What are you waiting for? Check they got out. awesome, awesome stuff. Our guest this week, he's trying to holler at you about it. I don't know what you're waiting for. They've done right by me, and I'm certain they'll do right by you. <laughs> so get your popcorn ready because I've been told that my energy is, uh, how, do they, how do they say it on the street? Uh, on fleek? On fleek, I think that's a thing. Is it still? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but today's guest, uh, today's guest, I have known since the fifth grade. He was he was my ride or die right next to John Stoner. Been been with me since day one because yeah, uh, day one started in the fifth grade. Fifth grade. Ever since I was kicking them Diodoros out. Them soccer nights. <laughs> Tell somebody. My boy, CeCe uh, Brown. Uh, Charlie Calvin Brown. What's good, man? Oh, uh, what's happening, sir? Oh, my goodness. I, uh... So I say I'm excited for every podcast, and mainly because this is this is my jam. Like you know, I just like to I like to I like to kick it and have a good time and yes, talk sir. about stuff that yes, gives sir. me strength. But man, you get into a room and I feel like I feel like me on crack <laughs> for sure, for which sure. is a problem. When I see you in a room, you look like you on crack. That's true. Yeah, that's that's but, what my mama said. But I was smoking with you though. We have never done crack, ladies and gentlemen. Don't do crack. Uh, Crack is like from the 80s. So you're going to want, I said, get your popcorn ready. Ready? Red or two? Redder. It's a word. So boy, you yo 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 like hot butter on some what? A popcorn. Charlie Calvin Brown, you are an individual that's always having fun. Yes, sir. And you know, most of the podcasts that we go through, there's a significant message, something that you could take away, and this is going to have that. But you know what? Most people that have listened to this podcast, they they tell me outside that one thing that they appreciate most is when they laugh. When I laugh, when guests laugh. And that's why I had to have you on because you're always laughing. And right us together, we we just the laughter is, you know, is dialed up. A team, sir. It's so A team. What's the A team song? I ain't getting on the plane, fool. <laughs> I pity him. I pity the fool. So uh Cece Brown, first question that we ask every single guest, what do you do for fun, my friend? Um, well, uh, I'm just like you, like you said, even when I'm by myself, I can make myself laugh. Mm. So the biggest thing right now that I'm doing, I like to give, you know how people uh, say like, man, you're on your way. You're the next this. Or you're the next that. And they give some name that you know or something like that. Like, you know, is he the next LeBron James? Yeah. All this kind of stuff. You know, but, the next Shakira. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, what, what I like to do is I like to make up my own names. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to make myself laugh. Because, you know, there's some times where you're like, you're feeling down. You're thinking, man, you know, I'm not really on my way. I'm not really doing it right now. But I'm be like, man, I'm the next Johnny Fogledine. <laughs> Hey, real talk though, Johnny Fogelbein is fire right now. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Dropping heat. Oh, Dropping man. Heat. Out in Scotland. Yes. Yes. Uh, or, or maybe New Zealand. I'm, I'm thinking Ireland, maybe. Potentially. Yes. Oh, you could even do it with people that you don't even know. Like you, they, you know, they, they, 
you know, hit you in such a way that you're like, man, struck by you, like, man, you're the next Jesse Sicklebottom. You know what I'm saying? You're like, you just make up this name and then you leave and wonder if they're gonna Google that. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Yeah. So, you know. Um, man, uh, Rob just asked me this question earlier. And side note, good callback because I think Rob referenced New Zealand earlier. What up, Rob? And uh, Rob, of course, is our camera guy. He's back at it. Uh, uh, he he unfortunately dipped out on me on the last one. We had a we had a scheduling problem. Uh, that was as much on me as it was as him because uh, I'm kind of last minute. Um, but sometimes us peacocks, you gotta let us fly, and we're not very detail oriented. So uh, we huh? you, you're sporting this uh, Donald Duck shirt, and he's flexing. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. and Rob informed us that in is it New Zealand, Rob? Oh, Denmark. Denmark. Den- my bad. I was way off. Denmark and New Zealand are essentially the same thing, aren't they? I, I believe so. That is borderline racist. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's, which is an amazing segue that I can't go there yet. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that in part. Let's reverse. Let's reverse. Uh, Let's so, reverse. so in Denmark, they won't allow uh, Donald Duck, Rob says, because he's not wearing pants. And so, so then I was like, I feel like. Donald Duck doesn't reveal much, and you said, but he does have a... He does have a butt quack. A butt quack. A butt quack. <laughs> Holla. Holla if you hear me. So... I stole that joke. Uh, it's all good, man. It's cool. Listen, that's not Fight stealing. Me. Me that's uh, that's taking joy and spreading it around. Right. I never heard it before. Hashtag repost. Re... Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, racism, it's a topic. Yes, it is. You want to talk about it? <sighs> You want to hear? Here you go. <laughs> Run the song about it. Like, here, here you go. <laughs> so, uh, you and I met each other in the fifth grade. Yes, sir. And uh, I, I had the bull cut. I had the David Robinson jersey that Ooh. I wore four out of five days a week. Ooh, sounds nice. I had the soccer Diodoras on. Remember them big Chris Webbers you had? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like- yeah, never matched anything. They were bright. Uh, they were Golden State colors. Yeah. Blue yeah. and orange, blue nice and yellow. Though. They Mad were nice, heavy. but they didn't go with the uh, Trojan uh, red and white. Not at all. But Not I all. didn't care. I was fire. Clashing. I didn't pay nobody. No, never mind, because I just enjoy me. Right, I can dig it. and you. I think you knew that about me back in the day. Yes, sir. And I think that's why we always kind of connected with one another. So, I've often heard, and I know that you've heard this. Whenever we're in the room, people will say to me, and people say to you, like, "Oh, you're the hey, you're the black version of Paul Long." Mm-hmm. And I am. Did I get that right? Yeah. And I am the white <laughs> version of CC Brown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just feed off each other's energy, and we're constantly entertaining. And it's not about other people; it's about ourselves. Like, I, I admire what you said. Right now, you're making up these names, like mm-hmm. because Rob asked me earlier, "What do you do? What do you do when you're down?" And I told him, "Man, I've been getting in the mirror lately." And I just start acting out stuff, mm-hmm. or I'll just start acting a fool or saying whatever comes to my mind, and I'll just make myself laugh, but not like, disingenuous. Like, like, Paul, you're the next Jason Stinklebottom. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Ooey. Jason. <laughs> ladies, ladies. Hit him with that. Stinklebottom on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Supersize it, defries it. <laughs> so even in catch fifth grade. Catch me in the street, girl. No, for real, catch me in the street. Pick <laughs> yeah, me up. I don't um, have a car. Yeah, yeah. My, my man is, he's for real. He's singles and he is, he's hot to trot, ladies. Oh my God, L, so hot. <laughs> he's got, he, hey, you know them kids? He's got triados. Triados. But they are gorgeous and they're well mannered and he is, he's ready to mingle. Yeah. I mean, so. I call him Beamer Benson Bentley because. Be- Oh, little Lloyd Banks on him? Yeah, that's all. That's where that money went. You know, I wanted a Beamer Benson Bentley, you know. But is that Lloyd Banks? That's what. Beamer. No, yeah, that's jo- that Jim Joe. No, that's Lloyd Banks. You got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I nice. hit him with that. So you were re- pretty much, and I told you we were going to talk about this because I think that this is a topic that needs talking about. 
you're pretty much the first, you know, African American dude or f- female that I ever that I ever really chatted with, right? You call me a female. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Like, you you kind of gets emotional sometimes. That's that Virgo with me, you know. I gotta embrace that. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> So you, uh, I mean, we just, we just, we immediately connected from the moment that I went out on the basketball court, never, never shot a basketball. I don't think. Right. Right. I say, Hey, toss me that rock. Okay. So basically this is, this is how it went down. You know what I'm saying? You you rolled up on the court. Like you said, you already, you already described the attire. So, you know, what's cool with that. And I was like, Hey man, you know, can you ball? You're like, hell yeah, I can ball. I'm like, cool. My squad. Cause usually, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do the most and I'm not trying to lose. So, you know. Hits you off with a pass, mm. smooth air ball. I mean, it was over. It was over the backboard. Yeah, it was like Shaq free throw short. You know That's what I'm right. saying? It was, it was. It was. It was pretty serious. So we dubbed you that name, Airball Paul, which only lasted about a good week, I think. The I true. that because then Cause I started went, getting buckets. Oh yeah, you started going ham on us. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it was. Uh, side note: I never got buckets. He's just he's feeding my ego right now. The competitiveness. That's what, that is know, true. He was and we played for hours and hours and hours on end. We had so many memories on that court um, and other courts. But you know, it, we talk about racism and how you know. I feel like I am. I mentioned to you earlier before we started, I said, we're going to talk about uh, cultural appropriation, right? And how white dudes think it's okay to act black now. Right, right. And drop the N-word. Yeah. Like, I just saw a Twitter video of a, of a high school boy talking to his dad, like, in his grill, saying, what's up? Calling him the P-word. And then he starts saying, what's up, N-word? He's like, you know, what's up? You won't do nothing. You won't. I mean, this is his son. So, how many seconds was this clip? Dude, this it was like a minute and twenty seconds, okay, and the dad is just us, taking us it. Us growing up, we would have probably got like you know that would have been like a five second clip well, for us. It would have like, taken and- my dad at least three and a half minutes to get off the couch <laughs> <laughs> and get out the draws because <laughs> you know because uh, you know growing up we uh, we'd walk in. And of course, we'd have to step through the screen door. Yes. Remember that day you just tripped out the screen I'd door? I'd rather not talk about that. <laughs> that was the greatest. That was one of the greatest memories. I'm serious. So, uh, just so you guys could get a visual, so we had a screen door, and uh, the door, the actual physical door, was always open. So, the screen door uh, was just there, protecting us from all the bugs. But, uh, oh, yeah, we didn't have a screen on it, so the bugs could just just freely uh, fly in the crib. Country. <laughs> it was Osawatomie, Kansas. Country. Home of the state hospital. Country. That's how we do it. Yep. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we would always open the door. The screen door sometimes is is a challenge. I mean, that takes an additional two and, two and, a, half. and a half seconds. Yeah, at least. who's got time? Two like and a half. That? That's and right. Half. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh-uh. And so, what we would do is we just smooth jump out that thing. It was probably about a foot, foot and a half. You're right, I, right. On a nice calm, calm lead. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I you, didn't make it. You, you did the foot, not the half. <laughs> <laughs> the foot. Uh, yep. So. I remember we have a really, really, or we had a really, really old house. It was like a hundred year old Victorian style house, and our deck was Shout just out to those house parties, by the way. Oh man, Mama Sandra, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm yeah, we're old now. I gotta tell him. Oh, Cece's but... ju- he's jumping on the the heater. That yeah. great. That, that's what's making all this noise. <laughs> um, we would throw house parties parties before school every day because my school or my house was right across the street from the middle school, and so Cece would come over and we had one of those really old heaters that was uh, in ground heater. That had a metal grate on it. And so my mom, Sandy, uh, she would call us and say, what's that noise? I'd be like, Cece's jumping on the grate. <laughs> uh, there's uh, probably 75, 100 people at least, in the house at, least, at the time. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Sixth so, through eighth, once they heard about it. Uh, that's right. Yep. Man, Listen that, that to ended, Naughty by Nature. Oh, straight up. That ended quickly. It. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's when mom, uh, she told me to write down the name of every person that was at the house. <laughs> I said, Mom, I am not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> she said, You're going to get that booty whip. I said, Well, then that is not going to be half the damage that I take from all my friends. Shout once, out to you, you, know, you know what I'm saying? You are. Yeah, I ain't no are, rat. You are the white version of me because that would have been snitching, snitching. Mm. <laughs> Can't do that. No. Well, your parents were a lot more intimidating than mine. A little bit. I, I mean, never had seventy-five dad people was... in my house. I had one party. One. My mom went out of town. That yeah. Was it. Yeah. And was she, I there? She heard about it out of town. Yeah. Really. It was up on Main Street on two twenty-eight. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty live. They painted but, that house. Mm, I don't know what what was what brown like doo doo brown. Yeah. Was that <gasps> paint? brown? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Was that was that the paint? I just thought it was. Where the house looks. Yeah. You My goal's that. still up there, though. My basketball goal. So True. is John Stoner. Shout out to John Stoner, Winston. Gravel gravel court, that was. Mm-hmm. You had a gravel court. Yeah, I asked my dad to go to camp one year. He was like, you got camp right out there, boy. Camp gravel. <laughs> what? What are you talking about right now? Like, And that was senior. Yep. Charlie Brown. Yes, sir. Was his middle name Calvin as well? Yep. Calvin. So, R.I.P. Pops. So, R.I.P. So, both CC and I have lost our, our fathers in, yep. in relatively close uh, time frame. Yeah, maybe like one or two years. And uh, it was interesting how we both handled it, which I, I'd like to chat with you about. Let's <laughs> let's finish up the topic. This is going to happen. Uh, a little squirrel action from time to time. Right, right. Um, let's talk about, you know, growing up in this, uh, this small town where... You know, there were there were two other, I could recall, two other African-American gentlemen in our school. There was Greg, uh, Greg McMullen and Cordius, who was a year under us. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Justin Knight. Justin Knight. Mm-hmm. Uncle J.D. Uncle Justin. Uncle Justin is the youngest uncle I ever That's have true. encountered in my life. Uh, like, but he had, like, he had like 37 nieces and nephews. Yeah, at least. <laughs> uncle Justin, loan me a dollar. <laughs> he like, loan me a dollar. I'm broke. We're like eight years old walking to the complex. <laughs> I'm like, man, you're an uncle right now, bro. For real, for real. Were any of them actually related? Yeah. Okay. They were all, yeah. Oh, okay. He's got sisters much older. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Bree. Yeah, Bree, <laughs> what up, Bree? Uh, so, what was interesting about all of those gentlemen and you, you were the youngest next to Cordius, but Greg went through high school and JD went through high school and they never really got into it much. I feel like I, that I recall. Right, right. With, um, you know, the demographic of folk that really gave you a hard time, yes, right? Yeah. Uh, we, we called them the, back in the day, we, we didn't, we didn't have any intelligence. I mean, we just, we went with our gut. We called, it was Hicks and, you know, I don't know what we were called, but the Hicks, man, they, they got into you all yeah. the time and you yeah. were, it seemed like you were always fighting. Yeah. And what do you think? Why do you think you caught the brunt of that versus Greg or Uncle Justin? Well, I believe I was a little bit more, um, I wouldn't conform too much to what was going on. Mm. I mean, like, first day of school, I got in a fight with one of them, and uh, I got kicked out for three days, got kicked <laughs> out for five. But uh, they, had, I, I had learned, like, all, all summer that they were going to, you know, they were to try to get at me. I'm just like, oh, well, it's going to happen. It's got to happen. I got I to get to class. You right. know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But um, I think more, like I said, uh, with me being, having uh, such a, a goofy side and wanting to just laugh and enjoy and everything all the time, uh, makes people want to try you more. You sure. Know? Uncle Justin, like, just super chill. Yeah, he'll never smile. And if he does smile, you know what I'm saying? He's he's got a great personality. He'll laugh with you and everything, but he's still got that, you know, that rough. He's more exterior. reserved, yeah. yeah. So me, you know, I'm more outspoken. I like to act a fool. I don't I I had no filter. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's pretty much how I survived and lived in that town. You sure. Know, you got to live, you know, I lived and I survived there because right. that's what we're talking about, this racism. There were times where, you know, I've even fought a, I fought a grown, uh, 
man, when I was like 12, I hit him with a stick walking up the street, <laughs> jumped out on the, said something about his son and came out on the porch and I hit him with a stick and went to my house. There was one time we were walking and uh, this little kid, that little kid yeah. that was like eight, he went, hey, chocolate drop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're talking eight years old. Right, and, right. And, you know, I'm, I'm ignorant. By the way, shout out, you didn't, you didn't give me no help on that. I, I tried to chase him down. You started laughing instantly. <laughs> instantly. You know what I'm saying? We, I mean, in fairness, we laughed at each other all the time. You would always show out for the drill team. And you would do that because they, they, they did their practice in the lobby, right? Right, right. Outside of the basketball court. Right, right. And so you were always super athletic. Even to this day, you got like a 10-pack and 12-pack, and you don't even do I feel like you don't even work out. It bothers the hell out of me. I, I maintenance. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you look good. Uh, you look good as hell. I appreciate hell, it. Though. I appreciate right. it, though, you know. I, I, I ain't into that. You know, <laughs> that dad bod. This is, you know, I can't do that. You know that's not saying? a dad bod, bro. <laughs> No, I'm saying like, they, they're saying that's what's hot now. All yeah, the no, that bigness. is not. Yeah, no, yeah, the bigger, gonna, yeah. the bigger version. So I didn't struck out on that. That's not going to happen. But so. you used to. I remember you used to do backflips and you used to run up the wall, right? <laughs> and you were trying to show out one day for the drill team, and yep. you ran up the wall. My, and I got two out of three. Okay, <laughs> don't, 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 I, I got the first two. We don't remember the two. What I, we don't remember the two. I remember the two. I remember the two because I started track talking mad trash to you about the third. Uh-huh. I was like, bro, I got to see me get out the other two uh-huh. here. Here, I'm the third one just to just yeah. to show you know close it out. And I had stepped in some water. Yeah. yeah. So I got oh, was that, it water? Yeah, it was water. I got that second <laughs> foot on the on the wall and it was that's where that noise. That's where that noise came from. <laughs> and I landed upside down. You know I don't, what I'm saying? I don't remember any of that. I just remember <laughs> you uh head down first. <laughs> And all the girls going, oh, my gosh. And before you even hit the ground, me busted up laughing. laughing. Done. And so they're asking you, are you okay? Are you okay? And I do very similar to how we do with our kids nowadays. They're fine. He's fine. Right. He's fine. But you want to do that shit again? <laughs> That's exactly right. Right, right. right. Because if we're going to be stupid, then we're going to deal with the consequences. Right, right. And I feel like that's, you know, something that's gone by the wayside. Going back to what you were saying about Uncle Justin and Greg and all that stuff, you and I have always been emotional beings. Yes, sir. And what makes us laugh and love and connect is also the same stuff that makes us fiery and mm-hmm. uh and irritated and yeah. frustrated and all that stuff. And so I think that, you know, sometimes we deal with, my mom used to say, Paul, you have the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Mm-hmm. No and, in between, no yeah, gray area. Really. I, but yeah. I don't feel like, bro, it's been a long time since I had a low, I right. feel like. And I can't, when I do, they're short-lived. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my head and I realize that I'm being an idiot, right? right? Or, you know, go do something or go call CC or something like that. But, you know, I, I think that that, because of our personality... People see that, and then, you know, obviously in your situation, they took advantage of it. Right, right, but yeah. So, so many great things have happened as a result, though. Yeah, my boy, uh, uh, Cordius's little brother, Elris, I yes. know him, shout out to Elroy, Stanley Moody, <laughs> right? We um, <laughs> Thought you thought, thought you thought. He uh, he told me the other day, he was like, you know, just like you were saying about this emotional thing, like, I used to get, the reason I get so angry or I used to fight, I would get mad because you made me mad. Yeah. I didn't want to be upset like this, so now I'm mad because you made me mad. Right. And, and that's where, you know what I'm saying, I would handle business from. Sure. Because, you know, I don't have time for this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's what, you know, just for you to, it's crazy you just brought that up because we were just talking about it, you know, yesterday. About What's it. funny about what you just said is it's it's less about what they're doing, more about our ego. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm mad 
that you made me mad. Right, right. Like, I didn't even feel like this, man. Hey, I'm having a good time. I'm riding my wave right here. You right. know, and, you know, yeah. So it would that would be the the the, the double. Now I'm mad mad. Oh, you're right. mad mad. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yeah, that's exactly where that would come from. So, and, you know, I feel like that's a, a similar situation to where, you know, I get around you. Yeah, I... I act a fool all the time. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I will. I, with my kids, you know what I'm saying? We are, you know, we, we're crazy. But something about when I get around me and you, it, it's, 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 I can't even put a word behind right. it. You know what I'm saying? Like you were talking about, we went through high highs and we went through low lows, but even me and you, I really can't remember us actually sitting down having a talk like, you know, oh, man, this is going on or right. this is that, this is this, you know, and, you know, our, both of our parents are, you know, super strict, stuff was going on, times were tough and things like that. But Still, we made the, you know, we made the best out of what we had, you know, period. So I guess that was, you know, that was a blessing for me just growing up like that. Cece, what you just said, um, I never realized this, but the whole concept of fundamentalism is gravitating towards the things that make you smile, right? Right. And when you just said, you know, we never really talked about a heartache. I mean, it wasn't until the two years, three years after your dad died. Um, and I was talking to you about how I dealt with mine, and, and mm-hmm. you were like, "That's not right," you know. And I was like, "Well, yeah, but how, you, you're you're not handling it right, bro." <laughs> right. <laughs> and so uh, that was like really one of the first honest and really deep conversations we had. And not that we weren't deep, like right. we're talking about stuff that matters, but our problems don't matter right. because when we and when then, we because when we're around each other, our problems don't exist. Right. To me, I feel like there's. Two kinds of communication, spoken and unspoken. Yes. Since we were young, we've been masters of unspoken communication. Yeah. And that's why we were so close with each other. We could, <laughs> we, we could feel it with each other. Excuse me. Uh, we could feel each other, you know, what was going on with things. And right. So when we got older, actually your pops passing and my pops passing was one of the very first times in life I really didn't know how you felt about it. Yeah. So that's why we talked about it. Yeah. Other than that, I, we, you know, we kind of really knew what was going on. Sure. And then we found out through the conversation, <laughs> going back and forth, like, I'm like, that's not going to help you, bro. And you're right. like, what you're doing I'm not I'm not with that either so right. I'm like okay so we have a you know different ways with you know coping with uh, you know a, a and that's everybody right yeah so but to me it was surprising because all the other stuff that we have ever vibed on you know that was the first time for us to talk and be like okay like this is different this is different yeah right but well but in that moment what I what I guess now I'm realizing is that we've always been living this fundamentalism. like yes, sir we had problems when we were in high school. We had problems when we were in junior high. We had problems outside of high school. Mm-hmm. Hell, you went through some some stuff that I want to talk about. Right. And when we got together, none of that stuff mattered. At all. And so that is like the epitome of fundamentalism and that bad stuff is happening all around you. But if you surround yourself with people that lift you up and you focus on the stuff that's given that's giving you strength, man, life is fantastic. It's fantastic. It's like Rocky said, it ain't going to be sunshine and rainbows, kid. You know? <laughs> Wait, you know? Wh- where was he from? Oklahoma? <laughs> that was rock- that's my Sylvester Stallone. That's the best I can do right oh. there. <laughs> sunshine and rainbows, kid. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's why I adapted to fall down and stand back up. You know what I'm saying? That's from, from rock. Rock. Hey, uh, Adrian, you know? <laughs> See, that sounds a little better. It was a little better. It's still country, though. I'm still country, I'm still country with it. I'm not, I, I, I get in that country where I can't get out of that one. So I'm just going to skip and stay with the country right now. You know what I'm saying? My Italian is out the window. If I got any Italian friends, I'm sorry. I did y'all wrong right there. But... <laughs> talked about you going through it. And, you know, one of the things that I've always admired about you is, uh, before I go into what I admire about you, what's the thing in your life right now that gives you the most stress? The most stress? I would have to say being a single father. Okay. 
Single right. father, yes. So, I did everything I possibly could to make sure I was straight and, and didn't have babies outside of marriage. And yeah. Everything. You know, and then, because I, I didn't want to be the dude pushing 40 and, you know, having, you know, kids everywhere or something sure. like that. So, yeah. But, you know, now I'm a dude pushing 40, just got out the, you know, going through, went through divorce, and now I'm a single father of three, you know. Right. Shout out to Shirley Bird, my mom, you know what I'm saying? It keeps it Shirley together. Shirley Brown, what's good, you man? Know what I'm I saying? saw you the other day. You're looking good. Yeah. Hey. Give my very white boy. Yeah. Uh, I'm oh, hey, so, so Shirley, Shirley Bird pulled up. I ain't seen her forever. Right. You know, I'd slip one of them books, put a nice little personalized book. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. She's always had that flair. Yes. Uh, but, why, but why you try to get between me and Shirley Bird? Like, I feel like I was... I was I was repping my team. Yeah, I was. We were. Well, we were of all, my, boy, my boy had to snitch. I thought you were just saying what's up. Yeah, giving out. You know what I'm saying. We've been waiting on the uh, <laughs> autograph sign book. You know what I'm saying. I've been waiting on that. Appreciate that, by the way. You know what I'm saying. And I thought that was all you were doing, catching up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, but then was, I seen the lean. You were doing yeah, a little bit too oh, much yeah. lean. Had a little yeah. too much elbow in the car. You know what I'm saying. And uh, you see the kiss on the cheek. Uh, Elvis was like, "Hey, he trying to get your mom's yeah. number." Always. My mom talking about I can gave him the digits. Hey, I mean, side note, you know, I, I had them. You always had the digits. So you know, I might have to go through her phone too. We're gonna talk about that at the house. You know what I'm saying? Soon as I get there, though. You know what I'm saying? Let me see your phone. So you said the biggest stressor right now is being a single father, and and so you know, there's there's. And I want to say, I would say, more specific with being a single father, it's not financial. It's the fact that you have. Three different personalities. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? I don't yes. have three boys. I have three different personalities at three different ages. Right. And they're they're just totally none of them's the same. Sure. So it's that's the thing for me, you know, like, you know, Liana, she's four, so she's she's wanna take a lot of my time. At the same time, Calvin's me, who's eleven, and he's somewhere quiet, so I gotta go check on him. <laughs> what are you doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then of course Isaiah, just Mr. Fifteen, so he's, you know, Mr. Teenager and yeah. everything now thinking. You know, so fresh and so clean, right. clean right now. Yes. And so, like, their their mentalities and things like that, I love them all. They're totally different, though, and what they want to do, what they like to do, what they want to eat, just different stuff. Like, And, you know, we were just talking about this before we, we went on. Back in our day, that, none of that mattered. I don't think mm. my, kids, my parents had stress or something. Like, You're eating this? Yeah. Eat it. Not going to eat it. Don't eat it. Cereal yeah. again? Yeah. I'll be right yeah. back. <laughs> Shout out to PBJs and chicken noodle soup, baby. <laughs> Lunch of champions, <laughs> but yeah, like I had so much cereal. Yeah, it's it's up. different now, and I mean, I can. We're I'm a little more. Well, I could say a lot more uh, uh, lenient and worried about their, you know, feelings and what they're going through and stuff. But we didn't, you know, they didn't really, you know, touch on that base when we were we were young. It was, mm-hmm. Yeah, you eat what you get. Yeah, you eat what you get, and discipline was. You knew exactly what would happen for. Pretty much anything you did, you had one pretty much discipline. I did in my house, you know. Shit, I got a fan thrown at me. <laughs> Do you remember that? We were moving a refrigerator or something, and I was talking mess, just messing around. And my dad got so mad, he picked up one of those uh, those, those rotating fans, the cir- uh, circulating fans, uh-huh. and he threw it at me. I remember your dad would always have some of the most expensive parts when in, whenever we were throwing <laughs> them around. Right. That's, that's $725, you pecker wood. I was like, that's a screw in a bowl. What? <laughs> What's this made of? Is that titanium? That's gold. By the way, every time you ask me to move something, I'm going to let you know. I'm your boy. You That's were all, there. That was it. You but were there. The only reason was because I was your boy. But you'd be like, we just got to move this real quick. Yes. <laughs> There's no real quick involved there. Get over. It's like a 500-pound fridge between two 112-pound 15-year-olds. <laughs> we did it, though. Yeah. Got it done. I was just telling somebody that the other day and that 
every time you guys would ask me to stay the night or whatever, somebody would be like, hey, we'd ask you to kick it, but we know they'd ask you to paint the house before you could bounce. Right? <laughs> For real. So I always had, and even to this day, I talked to Sandy about it. She's like, you didn't have any chores. I'm oh, yeah. like, what are you talking about? You, you had some chores, chores, <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I feel like I was a handyman. Yes, yeah, sir. You was many maintenance man. You should have had some keys. Man. <laughs> For real. That's why I would come and help because I was like, man, you know, at least I can help with this because right. I know you got you got some other stuff to do right. before you can go. Yeah. So, so talking about what I admire about you, I think that if you if you look back in our childhood and even high school, college years, people would look at you and I and say we're not the most responsible individuals, right? For, for many reasons, and one of which about you I'm going to get into, which is one of the things I admire, that you, you've you never really worried about where the next paycheck is coming from, where the cheese is coming from, True right? That. True that. You just You just found a way to grind and make it work. Mm-hmm. And so some people would look at that as, well, he's irresponsible. He can't keep a job. But 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 the way that you've lived your life is that you don't stress about it. You find a way to make it work, and you always are finding a way to feed your kids or you know put a roof over their head or whatever it may be. So you so you do it. You know, again, there's 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 the person that we are and the person that we represent ourselves to be. Everything that I see, you're active. Um, you know, you, you like to dance and have have fun with your daughter. Right, right. Uh, I, I see your your two boys are, are growing up to be. Uh, really strapping young gentlemen. Yes, they are young bucks. <laughs> They're doing great, and you seem to be doing all right. Yeah. So let's talk about your uh, foray into um, the workforce. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like your journey. My so journey. Before we even get there, graduation night. Can yeah. we talk about this? Yeah, that's what that was going to be the start of the journey. Mm, let's that, go. That started it out. Let's go. So basically, um, down in town, you know what I'm saying. I used to. I was hustling, trying to make some money before college. I didn't want to work. And, you know, try to play ball and stuff like that at the same time. So I was hustling out there trying to, you know, move some stuff and get some things done. I got caught on uh, Monday, no, no, Friday night at Pale Lake and charged with possession with intent to sell Hmm. of marijuana. Marijuana. Yes, marijuana. And um, they, the judge told me I wasn't supposed to get out till Monday. Of course, you're not supposed to see the judge some Monday and all stuff like that. So right. I'm like, okay, I'm going to miss uh, graduation. graduation. It's on Sunday. So I was like, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I had to call mom. I was like, hey, you know, it, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in here. It's for real. Alicia wasn't lying. Do you, you know, remember this? I, I remember talking to her on the yeah. phone and telling her I wasn't going to be able to make it. Yeah. And then I remember going to sleep because I couldn't sleep the whole time I was there just because I was wondering what was going on. Going on. When I found out I wasn't going to get out until Monday, I was just like, well, I can get some rest now. You know what I'm saying? There's no point chilling. So... I feel like I've laid down for probably less than maybe an hour or two, and I hear, Brown, you may bail. I'm just like, what? You know what I'm saying? This is like, this is Saturday because they kept me up all Friday. So this is Saturday, almost Saturday night or something like that. And they told me I may bail. So um, I walk out there, and it's our, pri- our principal, none other than Mr. Doug Chisholm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Doug Chisholm. Greatest Love student you, man. The planet, yeah. He actually went to the judge's house with cash and told this man, like, uh, CC Brown needs to walk across the stage. You know, he's not a bad kid. He's just gotten to some bad stuff. Right. And um, I, I, I don't know how it worked, but, you know, God is good. And yeah. that's what worked out. And I got out. I showed up to uh, graduation and um, became the first man that I know of that caught a, has a felony and a diploma in the same weekend. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it was like that started out like, welcome to the real world. Everybody's right. like, yeah, we're out of here. You right. know, go to college or start your stuff. I'm like, so <laughs> what do criminals What's do? What's next? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't make this interesting. Yeah. I guess I could be a rapper. Right. Hey, 
did that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did all those different things. You know what I'm saying? Try. Well, you know, everybody wants to be a rapper. I, I was in that stage. Uh, I never wanted to be a rapper. Why? Because I'm because I'm not very Man, musically bars. inclined. Man, bars, bars. You I do. Bars. I spit. Yes. I, I mean, I can't. The thing that bothers me is if you give me something, like if you write it, I could spit it. Right. But I can't like, can't, can't I, I can't come up with, down. yeah, I can't. Well, it's like, I, I've never tried, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like I have that creativity in me. So I, I, Cause I don't want to be the tradition. I feel like when I start to write a rap, I feel like I'm writing a poem. It's pretty much it, but it's just to a beat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's an art. If it, you know what I'm saying? If it's not your thing, it's not your thing, you know? But I want it to be. I also don't want to come across as the white dude that's, you know, because. Oh, no, they're, they're, it's, it's totally know, accepted now. But you, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, but you, you understand what I'm saying. What's going on? Old Town Road came out and now everyone's confused. Black people, that is white true. people, everybody's. We don't know what, what to do now. That's you your know? like favorite song, too, it's right? Just now. right away. Yeah. <laughs> I got the horses in the back. <laughs> sound just like them, didn't I? See? Yeah, you do. That, that sounds a lot like your Sylvester song. That's better than the Italian, all right there. I'll stick with that. See, when I get to the country, that's because it's in me, man. You know? <laughs> For real. So I'm good at that one. But. So Chisholm bails you out. Yes, yes. So then what happens? I got to graduation, had a great time with everyone, walked across the stage, got my diploma and stuff. So I tried to play AAU ball for a little bit while I was trying to get into schools. And um, while I was trying to get into schools, I'm going to court all summer. So I still don't, I couldn't really get, you know, any schools or anything like anything like that because I don't know if I'm going to prison. Like I was in the first, my, my very first offense, I was in the level four, which was like three to five years already. And I was like, well, I'm not going to prison. What are you talking about? Like, right. we, so we got, uh, we got a, a lawyer, an attorney who did some kind of plea or something like that and got me, I got five years probation for this. So long story short, I got off of that in one year because I ended up going to Kansas City, Kansas Community College and I walked on to play basketball and, um, they took me on probation in a year. So while I was up there, another huge thing happened in my life that I just totally tricked off, but was like, you know, hey, you know, no regrets. Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was up there. Um, we're doing like uh, these plyometric drills out there on the track where we're jumping and stuff like that. We're doing this for basketball because we're doing conditioning for a while. And uh, there was a track coach. The, uh, he had uh, Coach Maurice Green and Passion Richardson, all that stuff back in our day when they were, mm-hmm. you know, doing their thing. And um, Coach Hobson, I think his name was, he... Um, he brought me over and he asked me, he was like, man, you, you know, you got some, you got some leap in you. You ever did any track and field? And I was like, yeah, I went out one year in sophomore year. I think I went out because my mom was like, you better do something or get a job. I was like, not quite ready to get a job yet, right. mom. So I'm going to go ahead and run track. So right. I'm going to sling this green too. Right, right, right. <laughs> that, 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 was definitely, that was definitely going down. You know what I'm saying? I, I was entrepreneurial right there with that, making it happen. But, you know, um, that's why I don't like snitches. Anyway, um, <laughs> So he told he tells me, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, you got some hops there. And uh, he asked me what I've done. I told him I did some long jump. Asked me what my longest was. I was, uh, I did like 22, nine and a quarter. That was my longest long jump. Uh, and and uh, so he takes me in there. He looks me up on this computer, finds out like, I had no idea I was ranked one through, uh, I was ranked third, one through 6A for long jump. Mm. And so he was like, I want to offer you a full ride, a full scholarship here. Wow. For, for track. I didn't know that. Yeah, for track. So. I was like, bet. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking on for basketball. I'm going to do this uh, full ride for track. You know what I'm saying? Get these, you know, the Pell Grants, all this kind of stuff. So the thing that happened was I passed all my classes. I don't, I don't have this, I had this math class that you have to eat. It's online as well. And um, so I'm going online. I'm doing my work. I'm turning stuff in like I'm supposed to. Everything's good. And then I get, get my grade and I have an F for the class, period. And I'm just like, no, what is this? And he tells me I failed for, uh, for attendance. I'm supposed to go to class too. 
on top of that's not a thing in college. <laughs> I didn't go to college. I mean, I went to college, but I didn't go to all of my classes. I went to college and then go to college, college. That's why I'm explaining yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like, after I heard that, he put me on academic probation and I couldn't play basketball. And I thought ball was life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I ended up quitting. Started wilding well out too. Yeah. I, I started. I ended up quitting. And since I couldn't get any any jobs, everything I applied for, have you been convicted of a felony? Yes. You know, possession. If they're like, if it was just possession, you'd be okay. But it's possession with the intent. So I'm just like. I'm kind of really up there, so mm-hmm. couldn't work anywhere. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be a hustler, baby. I'm a gangster. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm supposed to do. I really, in, in in parts of my life, really thought that that was what I was supposed to do because I was good at it. Got the tattoo and everything. I was good at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it. it I, I could. Uh, my product, I, I believed in. I could sell it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you didn't want it, go up the street, take it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But I was, you know, it. It, it just. It, it was. It was something that just fell into place for me to do. Mm-hmm. But. Long story short, I got to an age where people were getting like, you know what I'm saying, either you're getting snitched on or you're going to jail or, you know, I got a couple of cats, you know, from down in the town that, you know, they did some some serious years that right. I was finding out and stuff. So I didn't want any part of that for real. And um, so speaking of not wanting any part of it, because I want to I want to just a parallel to this story. Another thing that I admire about you is whenever you were getting into trouble, you never you weren't even a part of my life. Right. You you almost deliberately kept me at bay and didn't reach out when you were getting into it. Yes, and it was pretty much all the people that I that were supposed to be close or that were close to me. Right. I put you guys out cuz I did not want, you know, be responsible and, and and you know bring you guys down to Westport or somewhere like that where I was at doing things right. or the 30s or whatever and something happened to you guys you know so it was just yeah it, for the longest of time I would see you guys when I saw you every now and again but you know I when I was doing my thing I didn't want you know I, I it just that was just something I'm I'm a natural protector I think you saw that when you came in fifth grade you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying I was naturally cool I knew you were a cool person mm-hmm. I didn't want people to mess with you just because. Of you because being of just out, outspoken and doing your thing. So, you know, I was a natural protector for things like that. But, yeah, that was exactly what was happening during yeah. those times. So I got to a point to where I was like, you know, I got tired of trying to make, they call it a fast quarter. You either make the fast quarter or the slow nickel. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm trying to get a job. You know what I'm saying? And so what I did, what I know now is what I was doing was character building because the first uh, job that you could get pretty much and every person that's a felon knows this is pretty much construction you, mm-hmm. can, you can always find construction somewhere so and side note we were ready for that because we did that growing up <laughs> something like that remember when we were supposed to be like doing the, the, the ditches and we were p- trying to p- pull trees up with that yeah bobcat. and I remember you always working on your 6-4 while I was working <laughs> Hey, Cece, can you help on this sheet of plywood? I'm trying to hook hey, these speakers Cece up, though. At? I'm trying to hook these speakers up, though. Hold on, my ground wire is tripping. I'll be right there. My ground wire. So, so you got into construction. Okay, yeah. So the first thing I worked was construction. And I mean, I hated it. I couldn't stand it. Like, we are doing... Um, basements and with these things like i guess these new new school when you pull away the uh the forms from the the concrete they got machines now that lift those big forms out of there yes they don't ha- they didn't have them when i was working okay we were pushing those things out and right. stuff like that and i couldn't stand it man so you know what i'm saying i from that point jumped from i mean from anything construction wise i've definitely done it to before my there was a there was a little 
gap where my felony didn't hit my record yet. So I did all the retail I could. I worked at the shoe places just with, but still I wasn't a stand I wasn't stand up in that place. I was hustling. Mm-hmm. You want some shoes? All right. <laughs> you tell me which ones you want and then I put them in the trash and take the trash discount. out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Forget that employee discount, oh, bro. Yeah. No, no. I'm gonna take the trash out. Okay. You come check the trash in about 30 minutes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we'll pick up my cash later. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. <laughs> yeah. So uh but but yeah it wasn't and, and it's just because I knew like I was thinking I, I think I was finna go I was trying to go to jail. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, well, um, I didn't see movies. You probably need to get your stack up so when you get out, you have something. Right. So that whole time I was going, you know, uh, during summer and all that kind of stuff, I'm hustling. I'm trying to make more money. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, after I got the the legit jobs, I mean, I went through everything, you know, from delivery driving to to uh, I was I I've worked for like I said retail sales heating and cooling uh, heating and cooling detailing cars detailing cars for a minute I I did that uh, um, a little bit of training in there personal training I was doing that was still need to be certified not certified <laughs> if I hurt anybody sorry about that but I felt like I had the good advice I still need to get certified I love doing that it's a good passion Electric- but, were you an electrician um, or uh, I, I went to the uh, painters union painters I was in yeah. the painters union I got in school for electrical engineering yes and the school actually closed on me so I didn't get to finish my associates for that right yep shout out to ITT Tech <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the hey what's the theme song <laughs> We should write it. Uh, what that? No, no that's ITT not ITT Tech. Tech. That's you're talking about that Saturday. No, I'm not. I'm saying we should write one. Oh, we should write one. Oh, it's not gonna be. You're not gonna be able to air it if I write it. <laughs> you're not gonna be able to put it on the show or nothing like that. It's gonna say explicit lyrics on the cover before I. <laughs> oh man! But hey, all them teachers up there, IT Tech. We we uh, we respect what you do. They're not, they're not even open. They can't even hear this. So. <laughs> You don't even have to oh, put that lie down. out there like that. They closed down. They closed down, closed down. Oh, really? Yeah, completely. They shut down all of them. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yep. Well, hey, them, forget so. you then. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but if you guys went on to, to get a lucrative career elsewhere, we admire you for that. So the moral of everything, and one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is you and I both know people that are constantly complaining about their situation. Right. Their job, their family, whatever it may be. And then they just stay in it. Right. And so many of the episodes that I've had, it's been, it's featured entrepreneurs or whatever it may be. And they said, man, I had this moment where I was like, forget this. I'm going to go do my own. Well, that's not, the entrepreneur life isn't for everybody. Right, right. And so people see that and that's daunting and that's scary. And so they say, oh, that's never me. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to be miserable. Right, then. right, right. Get complacent. You have like a completely different take on it. You're yeah. like, no, I'm going to get this paper. I'm going to, I'm going to survive. And there's no job that I'm going to walk into every single day and be miserable. Right. If I'm miserable, it's time to jump. Right. And I'm going to land on my feet because I always have. Yeah, yeah. And it just always seemed crazy to me that, like, first of all, I feel like the energy you put out is the energy you're going to get back. Yep. And if you're feeling like that in life, like, just open, like, it's I can't stand this what I'm doing. I can't stand it. Like, you're going to attract can't stand it type everything. Yes. Everything in your life is going to be can't stand it. Yep. Like, that's going to be the day everything goes wrong. You know what I'm saying? And then you're going to get home and hit your toe on the corner of the door. Or Every time, like that. right? Yes, like, all that's going to happen. Oh, I knew it. It's one of those days. <laughs> that's me like, I'm giving up. I got it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's I just can't I today. I just can't. No, no. I'm not going to do it. You know? But, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't have those days. Hey, that's the promo, Rob. I just can't. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> no, it's gonna be. I got cramps. <laughs> Men and women. Men go through menstruals. You That's know what true. I'm I got cramps. I can't do it. I was angry this morning. Did you? You had an angry morning. I mean, no. Were you, were you just? You could have been hungry, hangry at the same time. True. Yeah. 
you just like ever, like you're just in one of those moods and the things that you do uh, aren't available, like to pull you out of it, it wasn't available. So I just was like, ugh. Right, right, ugh. right. Is it, <laughs> is it 2.30 yet? <laughs> is CC available yet? <laughs> no, like I, I think I get overwhelmed sometimes with the amount of things that I have to do. It's like, I'm trying to grow this business and I'm tired of doing it alone. Like I, I enjoy, when you and I get into a room together, we feed off each other's energy. Sometimes I'll be looking out from a corner. I feel like I'm doing the damn thing and I'm by myself and I'm like, this kind of sucks though. Like right. I don't, I don't want to do it by myself. We wish you in spirit though. True, true. Yeah, we're uh, no, we're showing my spiritual here right here. <laughs> you to my right side. You know what I'm saying? You my left side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you my right hand man because I'm left handed. That's supposed true. to be on different sides of the that table right true. now. That is true. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. So before we wrap up this podcast, let's do like top three most memorable funny moments from uh, our interactions together. Top three? Man, that's what? Tough. But what, okay, so what's that's the tough. first thing that comes to your mind? Like we we went ham or something funny happened. Top three. First one that came to my mind as soon as you said that was the top three. You didn't even finish it. <laughs> I, it was, and my mom's came into play and everything. It was when we're on the trampoline. You don't want to talk about your backflips, but you had tried oh to cut gosh. one too. You tried yeah. to cut this backflip. You landed straight on your neck. And all kind of curse words came out. And and my mom came outside as soon as I saw her come outside. I put my hand over your hey, mouth. Like, so this is explicit right now. I remember this vividly. I, I just, I thought I broke my neck. Okay. And so earmuffs, if the kids are in the car, I remember on repeat, like the record was broken. Oh shit, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh shit, oh gosh, oh damn. I mean, over and over and over. And, and, over. Over. and so Shirley Brown comes out, and it wasn't, is he okay? <laughs> I said, what's wrong what, with you, boy? What y'all doing? <laughs> oh, and I know you're covering my mouth. I covered your mouth. I said, my mom. Yeah. My mom. So, like, there's tears coming out. Yes. You're like, face is red. I'm like, I'm thinking, it's probably broke, but <laughs> it's probably broke with those words, B, those words. <laughs> We can't do that. Right. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, so you you say trampoline. Okay. So you got your three. I'm just I'm just I told you it's gonna be improv. Like you're gonna remind me of something. All right. So we're jumping on the trampoline and you're up in the tree like a knucklehead. And oh, uh, I remember this one. And I'm 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 bouncing. John Stoner and I are bouncing on the trampoline. This one's disputed though. No, it's not disputed. You threw a freaking stick out of the tree and you hit me straight in the ear. Like I threw a stick in the other direction and you dove to it, man. You threw it directly on my earlobe. I've never seen that kind of pinpoint accuracy. I pierced your ear, me for real. That is true. I pierced your ear. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. Yes. Okay, and then and then. Uh, because it was right there, I remember you getting in trouble. Well, you weren't even in trouble. You were talking mess to your dad, and your dad was, gosh, what was he, 6'3"? Yeah, 6'3", about 260. He was a beast Monster. of a man, yes, right? Sir. Naturally built like you, but just also like, he was just, he was he was awesome. I remember <laughs> listening to Zapp and Roger all the time on his stereo. More bounce. But you thought you were, you know, you came and you tried to swell up on him, up on the patio. That was like <sighs> second level patio. And he picked you up by the shoulders and tossed, me. And tossed you off the patio. Yeah. <laughs> that land on my feet, though. I don't recall. I did. I was so in awe about the situation. I've been thrown so many times with my dad. Yeah. I, was, I was ready for that. That I was amazing. No, I wasn't ready for the, the, the two flights. The only other time, he threw me once when I was younger over the chair, and I bounced off the couch and broke the coffee table. And he's like, your mama going to get your ass for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you threw me. 
But yeah, I remember that off the back of the deck. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yep. All right. Another one. What comes to mind? Um, you took my backflip one. That one's classic. That mm. was always going to be classic. Yeah. There was one time, I don't know if you guys know uh, uh, Mr. Clark from uh, Lean On Me. Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark. <laughs> we, were, we were supposed to be going to the bathroom or something like that, I think, in the hall. Or maybe we just got put in the hall for some reason. Right. And uh, you're running down the hall. <laughs> you're running down the hall going, Code 13, get those, get those chains off the doors. Get the chains off the doors. <laughs> And everybody's in class. <laughs> Get the chains off the doors. You used to call me Smoking Joe. Now they call me Batman. <laughs> oh, man. So school memories. We talked about this at our reunion. But uh, we were both in Miss Klug's class. Mm-hmm. And uh, your desk was right behind mine. And so, of course, we always like to show out. And so you were bothering me. I mean, you were doing something like messing with my ear or something. So I moved my desk up. But I mean, side note, you guys know this. Like, those desks are heavy and it sounds like, I mean, I can't even. Yeah, there it is. I mean, there it's it is. super loud when you move it. it. And so I move up in the middle of a lesson. And so you do the exact same thing <laughs> and move your chair up just directly behind me. Yep. And so I say, Cece, stop. And I move it again and you follow me. And again, and it's the loudest. I mean, it's clearly everybody sees it. Everybody hears it. It's the loudest thing you ever heard. And Miss Miss Klug's telling us to stop acting up. Well, by the time it's all said and done, my desk is all the way up by the chalkboard. <laughs> past, past, past the teacher's desk. Past the teacher's desk. <laughs> past her desk. <laughs> And, and I'm, I'm right behind you next to the teacher. And she says, and she says, go to the hall. And so we look at each other and look back at her and we say, together? <laughs> We're like, yes. yes. So we go out to the hall. You're sitting on the right side of the door and I'm sitting on the left. And it lasted all of 45 seconds, two minutes maybe. And she comes out and she says, go to the principal's office. Because <laughs> we were so loud and obnoxious. Right. Yep. Yeah. That was a good time, yeah. man. That was a good time. We got work done, though. We were good students. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. the thing was, we would get work done and then it's like... I feel like now. that's the metaphor for life. Yeah. Like, you know, do many work, of you, yes. And then, you know, yeah. You, many of you may be done. listening to this and say, but I'm not a ham like that. That's okay. What, what is you? What, like, yeah. what makes you smile? Exactly. What is the What is the stuff that you do that makes you happy? Because if you do more of that, then all this crap that gets in your way will be mitigated. It won't matter. The universe will move it, I swear. Mm. The universe will. will move it. It will move it. Maybe that's, maybe that's the title. The universe will move it. I feel like it's good grief. <laughs> Shout out to Charlie Brown. <laughs> Blockhead. <laughs> What's another one? Give me another okay. one. Um, this one right here. I don't know if you remember this one, but you obviously remember me not working while you're excavating these houses. Yes, so I do remember that. <laughs> so this is probably on one of those days where I'm trying to get my my uh, my speakers and stuff to work. Yes. You're putting you just threw something in the trash, uh in the trash thing, and you trip on the ruts oh, <laughs> of the yard. Yes. You fall one way, like roll that ankle, fall the other way, roll that ankle, <laughs> then end up falling on the ground. <laughs> And, and hit the push, uh, hit the sit-ups on me. Yes. <laughs> I had to play it off. You had to play it off. You know what I'm saying? It right. was a nasty, nasty and that's, fall. And that's a metaphor for life, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, it's it's going to trip you up. That's right. Knock down, things make like that. Make fun of yourself and no, move on. No, play it off. Oh, play it off. <laughs> Don't true. make fun of yourself. Play it off. I still do no, that I'm just going to hit those push-ups. 98, 99, Cece, to this day, I, I just tripped down, going down the street the other day. And I mean, it was a nasty one uh-huh. where, like, I almost had to catch myself. Mm-hmm. And I thought of you immediately because I smooth pulled up into a jumper. <laughs> And nobody, of course, nobody knows what the heck I'm right, doing. Right? Right. I don't care. Even said something wet. <laughs> hey, you remember the one ear gang? 
You remember when we used to tuck our ear into the hat? Uh, it was Johnny, you and I. Uh, so because we saw so saw this hot, and it started guy. from purple shorts. Purple shorts. So we'd play oh, basketball. Yeah, yeah. And this dude, uh, white dude, that uh, we talk about cultural appropriation, ear. right? But this dude was like, he was he was the blackest dude in the room. Boy, he was black. Pale, me, pale as all get out, right? But he always wore these purple shorts. We called them purple shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we we were trying to play threes down at the comp or not the complex down at Lone Vista. Lone Vista, yep. And uh, so we were trying to assign teams. Of course, CC and I had to be on the same team. We want somebody else. And- <laughs> I'm assigning those. Yeah. <laughs> I assigned teams. <laughs> so you gave him some some little kid. <laughs> right, right. And what did he say, though? He said, no, nah, no, nah, we don't want no shorties. We I don't, don't want, want no, no shorties. No shorties. No <laughs> I don't want no shorties on my team. So that was the, that was the start of the one ear gang, and so we would always clown and act full and come up with these characters, and we'd do these skits and these videos, and I mean, always we were doing something silly. I mean, I remember me slapping you lot like on I camera. We we're gonna talk about no, we were talking about that man. I hit, that. You, right? I hit you hard. Right? You were trying to get your Denzel award <laughs> for that one. Your nominated best. So on camera, nominated we're, best slap. The, the, <laughs> I, I wasn't nominated. I won that. <laughs> They a following that they actually did away with the award because there's like the, well we can't, we can't, we can't talk about that. that. Did you see his face in slow mo? I mean, so this was back when uh, back when Beta was popular, but VHS we were recording and we were doing these skits and we had these like personas that we had made up. And Cece was always just a, a freak of a man. It could beat up anybody in the room. And he did. I mean, he, he would constantly do work on me in jest, like for fun, right? I never won anything on him in terms of physical activities. <laughs> and so we did do that a lot, though. We yeah, did. always. I, that's why I admired your heart. I'm going to put that out there. You would. I showed you how to slap box that one day. I was like, boy, are you, are we going to quit? No. Like hours into the night. You're like, no, I'm going to get one on you. I'm like, yeah, okay. Hey, I got my one. He got hurt though. You didn't get that one. (laughs) So on video, uh, I remember, I don't know, we we were talking mess and on video, I remember I I reached the hand all the way back and we put it in slow-mo. CC, you see his lips moving before I even connect. <laughs> I and I, dude, for I that. smacked the shit out you. Excuse my language. I never hit somebody that hard. It was nasty. And you took it in stride and played it off, and we just kept on with the skit. And that's, I mean, that's just one example of, of just you know what we would do to to have fun and get out of the moment and and just turn up because life yeah. can be fun if you allow it to. So yeah, yeah. that was before we, we were we, before Key and Peel any of that stuff any improvs we were already we were the original. Yeah, that was in life. There's Not just us. You know what I'm saying? All our friends that were around us. Yeah. We kept it like that, man. We had. Yeah. Well, we we're gonna have to like do that. more of that stuff. Yes, um, so if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, CC has got so much more uh, to offer you. Please hit me up. Comment. Um, send me a note. If you want to see more CC Brown on the Fundamism podcast, or potentially you want us to do some fun Fundamism in the streets, hit me up and uh, and and we will please you. No, sir. <laughs> Supersize that. <laughs> hey, man, uh, I love you like a brother. You've been there uh, since the fifth grade. For you sure. know, w- one of the things that we talk about that most people don't always understand there's a lot of people that get emotional when you lose friends or when you when you lose contact or you you don't stay in touch. And we've gone through 10, 15 of those. And just like true friends do, the moment that we connect is it's like it never stops. Right. Right. Picks it just right picks up, up yes, because that's yeah. family and that's what we do. And I'm reminded of our 20th class reunion when we uh hung out the other day. And I remember it, no less than five people saying, Those guys will never change. There they go. Yeah, there they go. <laughs>
That's what they said. There they go. Here, and, here we go. And so yeah. why why can't you, listener, be the same? Like, stop thinking that because you're 50 years old or you're 37 years old or whatever it may be, that you can't have fun and you can't act a fool and you can't be childlike because you can. You're getting in your way. And if you want to have more fun, all you got to do is get out of your head, gravitate towards the things that give you strength. And if you don't know how to do it, well, keep listening to the Fundamism Podcast. Go to pauljlong.com. Pick up the Fundamism books. I got your help. Grab my book, though. CC, yes, it's an absolute pleasure, man. Thanks, I appreciate, appreciate it. Thank you very you much. On, hey, guys, challenging you, as always, here on the Fundamism Podcast. Go gravitate towards the things that give you strength. Do something fun today and create some fun, joy, and fulfillment in the life of others. Until next time, deuces! Deuces!